What game is that? That's Assassin's Creed. Oh, remember that movie? <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Movie Money Refinance, the show where we tell you who made money at the movies with me as always. I am Shauna K. Shauna, was that intro like low-key enough? Because last week you gave me you gave me shit for my high-intensity introduction where yeah, I was like, Hello, everybody. Funny. Welcome to Movie Money. Yeah, you were extra low. I was extra low. I'm extra excited today. Yeah. Um, we have a lot of news to talk about and we have the box office to talk about. We have some good trailers to talk about this week. But I'm most excited because I had some coffee before the show, so I'm very excited right now. Wow. I'm pumped up. Um, I went to Starbucks. I went international with my coffee. Okay. Um, but yeah, traitor. we're gonna have. A, I am a traitor, but I'm not a traitor to movie money. Um, I'm so glad we're recording today and not on Monday because I prefer my Sunday afternoons with some movie money in there. That's true. Um, so let me just put down this music and then we can start the show. The music sounded a bit loud. It was a bit loud, but I think yeah. I think my voice was loud enough um, yeah. because I, I bring the levels. I bring the vibes okay. to this show. Uh, <laughs> um, Jana, how are you doing? I'm fine. How was your weekend? Weekend's coming to an end. You ready to go? Well, no. I was uh, I sh- you For a normal person, I'd say, are you ready to go back to work? But you're coming from work. Yeah. Yes, I am. Okay. How was your weekend? It was fine. I mean, I didn't really get to do what I wanted to do, but at least I accomplished watching Stranger Things season two. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, well, I'm almost finished. So the, 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 the season from last year. Yes. You are a little bit behind. I yeah, don't know you if know, you know You know me already. Um, <laughs> because everybody is like all the Stranger Things season, season three hype. I'm saying, yeah. all right, let me go and watch season two. Cause I like I like I really like the series. I mean, it is a good series, yeah. Yeah, and I'm I'm not gonna lie, I'm really enjoying it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, but okay, I have to ask you though, because anybody who is listening to us who is Jamaican who is into movies, something huge happened this week. Um, where we've been waiting for a long time for the release of another theater, and Shauna, you've been really excited because they've been talking about releasing one where you live in Portmore. Yes. And they finally did it this last week. They opened it on Wednesday, which um, Lion King was supposed to open the week before. Mm-hmm. I am 100% certain they delayed the release of Lion King for Sunshine Palace. Yes, they I'm did. I'm 1,000% sure of that. Yes, they did. Um, but have you been there yet? No, I was supposed to go Wednesday, supposed to go Thursday, supposed to go Friday, supposed to go Saturday. But trust me, I have been really tired. Now, I was hang on, on a second. Grade. Hang on a second. You're telling me. That you, yes, movie podcast queen of the island, yes, have not gone to the new theater. Yet. No, I'm going tomorrow. You haven't gone yet. But it's you've gone. I haven't gone. Okay, but I don't live in Portmore. <laughs> it's literally down the road. You guys are not invited. <laughs> to what? To oh, Portmore. to what? The Kingstonians are not invited. Yes. Oh well, I've been seeing a lot of posts about that. Like, okay, now finally all the Portmore people are gonna just not come to Kingston, and I didn't realize that there was this like. This no, war just going me, there on. It's just, it's just a little excitement because of a new theater yeah. over there. But there's no like divide or anything. Because I've been seeing like, oh, Portmore's on the, the the up and up, like they're getting up there. Yeah. Um. Well, I'm excited to see it. Like I've been seeing the pictures and stuff. Like, uh, yes. The I mean, it's it's the more most expensive theater. Yes. In the island, not by much. And but they have late times on weekends. They have midnight showings. Yes. I am so excited about that. My sister showed it to me last night. I'm like, whoa. I didn't know. I didn't realize. Yeah, I mean, I saw Crawl was at 11.45. I I am this... I, I'm not joking. I'm going to go. I'm yeah. going to go for a midnight... Sh- like, uh, that's a perfect midnight movie. Trust me. Um, And 
So, because we used to have midnight showings, we used mm-hmm. to have them. Like I remember when I was a kid, um, I think what was it? I saw Spider Man Two at like eleven thirty. Like it was a thing where if you didn't catch the eight o'clock show, you could go to the midnight one. Oh, okay. I don't know why they stopped doing it. Oh, that was at um, Sovereign. That was at Sovereign. That was at Carib as well. Mm-hmm. Um, nowadays, you might get a late movie if it's like on a holiday, mm-hmm. where it's like they're, they're they're showing four showings in one day. That's um, true. But. They stopped doing midnight showings, and I, I, I love going to movies at that Trust time. Trust me, when I was abroad, yeah, a lot of my movies were like 10.30, mm-hmm. 11.30, trust me, yeah. quiet theater. I mean, it's just that, you know, it's in the night. and Yeah, and, and you come out of the theater at like 1 a.m., 2 a.m., yeah, and it's and just, it's, it fe- I don't know what it is about going to I movies at that time. It. It's so nice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited for that, beca- and I hope that... They get a lot of business from that, and then they can start yeah, doing it in town. They're probably not going to, but probably not. Let's let's hope for um, the best. But yeah, uh, okay. Well, I was hoping that you'd have gone because I asked Sean if she was yeah. going on because because yes. what what was it? It was <laughs> Tuesday, yeah. and I said to you, "Yo, there's a rumor that Sunshine Palace is opening tomorrow." And this is what's so strange about the way we do business here. Like nobody really knew. It was kind of mm-hmm. like a secret. And then it, yes, was, it was Wednesday. Wednesday came and it was just open. Mm-hmm. And you said, oh, "Okay, maybe you'll go see Lion King then." Yeah. And I was like, "Okay, cool." Um, and I had already bought my ticket for Cineplex, so mm-hmm. I couldn't see Lion King in, in Sunshine Palace. And then the whole week has gone by and you haven't seen it. You haven't gone to the theater. Damien, I was on the graveyard shift and it's it really took a lot of Yeah, but they got I'm midnight sorry. movies, so you can go there. No, it's it's <laughs> on the weekend. It's not during the week. Okay, okay. All right. I'm I'm I'll stop giving you crap about it. <laughs> I'm gonna go tomorrow though. I don't believe you. Don't, yes, don't tell me I that. Am. <laughs> Do not tell me that because I will get my hopes up. Um all right, well, since you didn't go and see Sunshine Pass, let's get into the top five box officer this week. I have not seen anything from the box office, so I have no idea um, um, who was on top. We'll see about that. We'll see how that goes. Oh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood opened. Okay, that's interesting. All right, so the top five box office this week. Um, Let me see if I can just try and work (laughs) this out here. Okay. Um, So, number five, we have... Can you see the screen properly? Yes, I I have. We can bring it up, yeah. Okay. Number five, we have Crawl at $4 million for this weekend. It has made $31.4 million uh, domestically with a budget of 13.5. Let me see what the worldwide gross is for Crawl. Not that much, I would uh, imagine. 40-something. Uh, is that 45? Good. Yeah. You've been on the ball with the predictions really lately, I have yeah, to say. I'm the boss. <laughs> uh, $45.8 million. Um, that's about three times its budget. Uh, which is pretty good. Um, it's a small movie, definitely. I mean, it's mm-hmm. not breaking any any records. Have but you seen it? I have not seen it. No. Um, I'm hoping to see it soon. I want to go see it, like we said, at Sunshine Palace, but mm-hmm. um, I haven't gotten a chance to see it. I mean, probably it'll probably be gone soon. So it'll probably be gone soon. Yeah, because it's very small. Mm-hmm. Although they brought back Endgame for Sunshine Palace. Did you notice that? No. Like Endgame is back in theaters. Over. <laughs> yeah, they, they kicked out Rocket Man because like, it was wow. too gay, I guess. Mm. Um, and and Endgame is back showing at like one twenty at Sunshine Palace. It's really weird. Wow. Um, Toy Story Four is also back. So if if you haven't gotten a chance to see those, which I don't know how you couldn't have gotten a chance to see Endgame, it was here for so long, but it's back in Portmore right now. Um, but yeah, Crawl is doing fine. Um, and uh, I think I think it's impressive that it's been in the top five for this long. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's three weeks and it's still in the top five, and so that means it's you know people are going to be talking about it. Um, so if, if they haven't gotten the exposure that they want so far, I mean, people are going to be discussing it now. Um, number four, we have Toy Story, which is 
the sixth week in a row in the top five. It's at number four this week. It made $9.8 million. Uh, total domestic gross of 395.6. That is an unheard of amount of money. Um, <laughs> let me see. 400 on the horizon. It, it made $917.9 million worldwide. Mm. Um, I can't believe it, but Disney is going to make another billion dollars. Yes, it is. It's, it's ridiculous that this, this company is making this many billions in one yes. summer, but that's what's going to happen because they did it with Captain Marvel already and they did it with Endgame. Um, Toy Story 4 is on track to make another Lion billion King. dollars. Lion Aladdin. King, Aladdin. Aladdin made a billion dollars over mm. the weekend mm-hmm. or, or, or in the past week. Mm-hmm. Um, it's crazy. Uh, number mm. three, we have Spider Man. Spider Man Far From Home, twelve point two million dollars this weekend. Total domestic gross of three hundred and forty-four. Um, that is very close to Toy Story, mm-hmm. and it's and it's been out for four weeks instead of six. That is very impressive. That's an impressive domestic um total. Uh, worldwide, Spider Man has made one billion dollars. That mm-hmm. also happened during the week. We t- we said it last weekend that it was going to happen during the week. Mm-hmm. Um, but. That okay, so we 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 had to pause the podcast for a second because we heard like this weird humming that came out of nowhere. I thought it was like my phone vibrating or something. Um, is it was it your phone on the table? Was your phone getting a phone? Yeah. <laughs> Could you pause it for one second? No, I'll, okay, I'll pause it. I'll pause it. Oh my god. No, uh, so <laughs> honestly, honestly, people, I I was convinced that somehow. The, the, the podcast equipment, which is not connected to like an antenna or anything. I thought we were picking up a transmission from somewhere. Yeah, from where like, space. Yeah, or like, or, or like the upside down was contacting our world. It's just yeah. Shauna getting a phone call. Yeah, it was on vibrate. It was, it was just <laughs> vibrating the table. And we were just picking up everything. I am so I sorry. Swear, I, it, I was ready to like say, all right, we're going to have contact with the... Uh, and it's like, we were going to be yeah. the first ones. Yes. But no, okay. Because I, like, I checked my phone because I was like, okay, my phone's on that table. It might have picked up the vibration. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> that's, that's really fun. I didn't expect that one at all. All right, let's get back to... Um, we're talking about Spider-Man. Uh, yeah, made a billion dollars, and uh, this this money does not go to Disney, but it is technically in the Disney house because it's a MCU movie. Um, but it, this is a Sony movie. That's who mm-hmm. distributes it. Um, okay, and at number two, we have another Sony movie, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, um, which is a Quentin Tarantino original. It made $40 million over the weekend. That is uh, almost half of its budget of $90 million. Let me see the worldwide gross... Um, okay, it's not, uh, I don't see foreign numbers for it. Mm-hmm. So it seems to be mostly a domestic release so far. Um, but yeah, it made $40 million. Um, I don't know, what do you think this will make back its budget? Oh, uh, yes, it will. I mean, it has Tarantino and it's all star yeah. car cast behind it. Mm-hmm. By the way, this is Tarantino's highest opening. Yeah, ever. yeah, I saw that as well. Um, yeah, I guess 90 million is not that, um, mm-hmm. much to make back and it will be there for a couple of weeks. How much did it, look at the Hateful Eight. Uh, okay. We'll look at the Hateful Eight. I think they have it broken down here. No, that's Inglorious Bastards. Um, okay. So Hateful, oh, Django Unchained. Let me see. The opening weekend for Django Unchained was 30 million. Inglorious Bastards was 38 million. Um, it's not showing me Hateful Eight. Let me go to Tarantino specifically um because that was his last movie right hateful eight yeah that was yes. that was 2015 
Hateful Eight, it opened with $4 million, but let me see if there was a wider release. Oh, it was a small release? Yeah, yeah. I think we discussed that last week. Uh, $15 million was when they had the wider release of uh, 2,300 They still made how much? Fifteen million, and it made it made uh, hundred and sixty-two yeah, million. Yeah, so. yeah. So it's gonna be there for. But then again, it was a December release. Yeah. So it had a lot, and and the summer is a lot more competitive. Although I don't think there's gonna be much coming out in the next few weeks mm. to compete against. I it. think the cast and Tarantino yeah, will that's be true. enough to push it. I think it will make over hundred million. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I mean, it should. It should. Um, at the very least, like hundred and ten. Um. Okay. And the number one movie, which is blowing up right now, uh, once again. Lion King 2019 version made $75 million this weekend. Uh, it dropped by 60%, which is pretty average for a blockbuster. And mm-hmm. it has made a total domestic gross of $350 million in mm-hmm. just two weeks. Uh, let's see the worldwide gross. And that is $962.6 million. So this is going to be yet another billion dollars for it's the Disney break, company. It's going to break um, $1 billion by tomorrow, yeah. or Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because people are going to see this movie um, in droves. I mean, mm. it's it's millennials. gotten millennials. <laughs> <laughs> it's gotten a faster response than um, um, Jungle Book because Jungle Book made a billion, but it didn't make a billion this quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, did it? I think it made shy, or did it? I'm did pretty. It sh- no, all right, I'll, I'll check, and I can just check John it Favreau. Made shy of a billion. Uh, Jungle Book made. Um, oh, it ju- okay. You're right. You're right. It mm-hmm. made 966 million. Okay, I don't know why I thought it was a billion. Um, but, I mean, when you reach 966, it's, it's basically, basically a billion. A billion yeah. um, did you have a chance to see the new version of Lion King this week? No, because I was tired. Yeah. Well, I mean... You saw it. I saw it. Um, you you, you could have just watched the original on Netflix. Well, that's been I mean, the <laughs> consensus, <laughs> you, you could have to be li- honest with you. Well, actually... I'm going to watch it, though. I don't care. No, no, you should watch it. I mm-hmm. think, um, I mean, being in, in the field that we're both in, I mean, talking about this stuff... It, it would be just ignorant to just say that we should not watch the new Lion King because <laughs> it is something to discuss. Um, and we've had quite a few live-action remakes this year alone. Like, we had Dumbo, we had Aladdin. Um, those are the two that came out this year. Uh, Jungle Book was 2016. 2017 was uh, Beauty and the Beast. I don't mm-hmm. know if there was one last there year. There was Dumbo. Dumbo was this year. There was... Um Cinderella yeah. was 2015, I think. Yeah, that was 2015. Yeah. Um, so I remember there was Christopher Robin as well. Christopher that Robin, was that was, was last year. Last year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but so this is more of a, this is more like Aladdin, where it's closer to the source material than it is like, say, Dumbo, which was, Dumbo was a lot more, you know, experimental, try something new, new characters, different direction. Uh, Lion King is basically the same story. It's Simba. Yeah. Wanting to be king, and then something bad happens. Why am I afraid of spoilers? Mufasa dies, <laughs> like like he's always died for the last twenty five years, um, and then you know he meets Timon and Pumbaa. He comes mm. back to the Pride Land, and he becomes king. Um, so the story is the exact Whoa, same. Oh, spoiler! <laughs> I didn't know that was gonna happen. No, there's nothing different. Um, the only thing I could say that is different is um, the there. There's a little bit more of a you know, a backstory with um, the hyenas and the lions. Like, it, it, it's not so much that the hyenas are just there, um, you know, being scavengers and mm-hmm. um, vicious. It's more like, you know, there's been an ongoing war between the hyenas and the lions for mm. the past, I don't know, however long years. And it's like there's they're warring kingdoms in this 
vast savanna. Um, that's the biggest thing. And the, but the way that that is displayed, it's basically, it's just like two or three lines that are added. It's not like there's much there beyond um, just like a few little lines of hyenas and lions have been at war for, for generations and stuff like that. Um, okay. But yeah, I, I didn't mind the Lion King. I thought it was fine. Um, but I kept on asking myself, which one would I rather watch? I will always go back to watch the original. Um, mm -hmm. The music was better back then. Um, there's a, a few songs in this. Well, not a few. There's one song that they, they do their own version of. And it's, it's just worse. It's this, wow. this, there's no other way to say it. It's just worse. And it's the, the, the Be Prepared song. Um, oh. Scar's song, which is like one of the best Disney villain songs ever. Like, I don't know if Chiwetel Ejiofor just doesn't sing, but yeah. <laughs> he just didn't. Like, they, they, this, the song is cut short dramatically. It's like, I think it's like 30 seconds long in the movie. Um, oh. <laughs> and it's, it's basically just like speech with music behind it. There's no, it's not like he carries a melody. It's just like he's giving a speech and it happens to have a rhyme or two in it. And there's like dramatic music playing. Like, if you weren't paying too much attention, you wouldn't realize that it was a song. And if oh. you didn't watch the original Lion King, <laughs> yeah. you wouldn't have known, okay, this is a song moment. Um, so that was disappointing. Um, in terms of the performances, I didn't feel like um, there was a big problem with some of the prominent voice cast, like Beyonce. Like, I didn't feel like Beyonce was just being Beyonce. Um, I do think the problem is more like they have certain scenes which are recreations of the original movie. And they're just, they don't have the same flow as mm -hmm. what you saw before. It's kind of like, okay, okay, they need to say certain lines, but they mm. don't really build up to them. It's kind of just like, okay, this is that scene. And this is what the lines that they said before. So that's mm -hmm. where we're saying it. Now. There's like, it's, it's not like any of the dialogue has been updated or anything. Um, so, I mean, I'm kind of disappointed because Jungle Book was just... Good. Jungle Book was like the perfect marriage of staying faithful to what the original movie was and introducing all this new stuff to kind of make it um, to, to warrant your attention and mm -hmm. to add dimension to the story. They didn't do much of that this time around. Um, I mean, the, the, the it also doesn't have the, the expressions of the animals. It, it really does feel awkward. Like mm -hmm. when you... <laughs> when Mufasa dies, it doesn't feel like it has that much impact on Simba because his face doesn't change because lions don't really express that much. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's kind of like, he looks exactly the same as he did when he was happy. Um, yeah. So it was kind of difficult to kind of connect with the scene because of that. Mm -hmm. That being said, that just might be my old man self talking because there was a little girl in the movie theater who, when Mufasa was dead, she was like, he died. Oh he my. Died. Oh and my and God. like, you... you, you I felt like, okay, this is how people experienced it back in the day when they first um, watched The Lion King. Mm -hmm. And so she was clearly getting everything from that scene that that scene is supposed to convey. Um, so maybe for, for the younger generation, it will be just as meaningful as the first one was. But for anybody who has seen the original, they do, they, they, they frame it so much with um, reverence to what was that you can't help but compare it. You know, it's kind of like they construct the scenes to look like the original version. Mm -hmm. So in your mind, you can't help but think about what you've already seen because yeah. it's already right there. 
Um, totally understand. So, I mean, yeah, see it for yourself and see what you think about it. But I, I don't think I'll ever watch it again. I think it's visually, it's really great because the, I mean, it looks, it, it just looks real. Like, that's, mm. that's really cool to see. And I'd like to see where we can go with technology. If we can, if we can just find a way to get them to be more expressive, then that's when we find the holy grail. But right now, it's kind of like we're in this awkward phase of motion capture and, and visual effects animation where, um, you know, we've got the realism down, but we need the emotion because otherwise it's just like watching a nature documentary. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, that's, um, that was Lion King and doesn't matter what I say or what anybody says, it's making a lot of money. It doesn't have a great rating on Rotten Tomatoes right now, but it's making a lot of money in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Shauna, you have claimed to be the winner this week. Yes. Is that so? I am certain. Uh, let me see if you are right on that. I don't... Okay. So you had The Lion King at number one. Yes. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood at number two. Yes. Spider-Man Far From Home at number three. Yes. Toy Story 4 at number four. Yes. And Crawl at number five. That was perfect. Well, damn it, Shauna. You did what I did last week. Yes. You were perfect. Um, yes. And you, you win. Would you like the cheering sound? Sure. Okay. I'm going to bring that up for you really quickly because Remember you, to you put my stroke. It. I put your stroke already. I don't see. I didn't see you do it. Thank you. Yes. You're adoring fans. <laughs> oh, shut up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I put your stroke there. I already did it. I'm not going to do it again because that's, that's cheating. Um, but you were the winner. And uh, that means you get to decide who um, goes first for the predictions this week. All right. I'll go first. I wonder why. What's coming out next week? Um, Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah. Hobbs and I mean, I, I don't know what to think about Hobbs and Shaw. I'm excited for I'm it. I'm excited, but at the same time, I I am not yeah. expecting... I'm not expecting greatness. Yes. Yeah, I I'm get. expecting fun, mm-hmm. but I am not expecting something. I would not be surprised if, it, if I hated it. If I walked out of the theater and I hated it. But yeah. I, I, I doubt that. I'm really hoping not to hate it, but like I do think that the trailer is way cleverer than the movie is. I feel <laughs> that the movie we're about to watch is going to have so possible. many stupid scenes. Um, but yeah, you, I haven't heard anything about like advanced word on that one. So mm-hmm. um, Yeah, not yet. Okay, so, and it comes out Wednesday here. So, um, oh, is this Wednesday? Yeah, it's this okay, Wednesday. I can go watch it. Yeah, yeah. Go to the Portmore Theatre. I, I was actually planning on seeing it there. So if you're planning on, d- I, I'll drive out and meet you there and we can watch. Okay, we, no c- we can be Hobbs and Shaw. Okay. Um, I yeah. <laughs> I'll, 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 do you want to be Hobbs or you want to be Shaw? Do you want to be Dwayne Johnson or Jason Statham? I'll be Statham. Okay. All right. I don't think I can handle the pressure of being The Rock, but I'll, I'll, I'll do my best. Um, I don't know if I have, I have that kind of charisma. All right. So why don't you go ahead and tell me your top five choices? All right. So number one, we have The Lion King, so you know that's coming. Whoa. Okay. No, no. I don't mean like that. I was just okay. reflecting back. Oh, oh, okay, okay. I thought I you were... Um, yeah. No, I wasn't. That was not my number one. Okay, choice. okay. Because I was All just right. like, damn. <laughs> no. All right. So this week was The Lion King. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's going to be uh, like a 50%, 50 plus percent drop. Uh-huh. So, Obson Shaw will take the number one spot. 4,200 theaters. Trust me. Okay. All, All right. right. All then right. The Lion King will be at number two. Mm-hmm. Number three will be Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Is there anything else coming out? Um, nope. Not that I can see. Uh, we have 
uh, Loose by, by <laughs> no, come on, Neon. Come on. We have The Nightingale by IFC. Um, uh, Them That Follow, which is a thriller. That's, that's coming out. I don't know. Nothing else is coming out. Um, yeah. but, but nothing on, I mean, Hobbs and Shaw is 4,200 theaters. That's the biggest release, um, that's happening. So yeah, there's nothing else. Nothing else is coming out. All right. So, um, I guess Spider-Man at number four. Okay. And Toy Story at number five. It's a basically, I'm just pushing it You're down. pushing everything down. Cause I mean, there's a, like a big gap between Toy Story and Crawl. I do want to note, by the way, um, yesterday is only $1 million underneath Crawl. So it could it have... It doesn't be, really it mean It could have won. very... No, I'm not saying it means I won. But if Damien, more people had gone out to see yesterday... Moral victories do not count. All right? <laughs> moral victories do not count. Yes, Professor. All right. Yes. Um, okay, I think that's a pretty solid top five. Uh, I'm trying to see if there's anything I would change... No. You put yesterday at number five. <laughs> no, you, you see, the thing is, um, the 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 space between Crawl and Toy Story Four is too large, so I can't mm-hmm. say for yeah. I can't say that Toy Story will be at number six and Crawl will stay at number five. So um, I think Shauna, we are going to have the exact so, same top right, five. So you know what that means. What that means is drum roll. I don't have a drum roll. Yeah, <laughs> no, I know. I just, you know. <laughs> drum we'll have to predict. Oh, Lord. Did I? Oh, wait, I caused that. Yes. I'm sorry. Yes, because <laughs> <laughs> I did a drum roll on the mic and it caused vibrations for the entire yeah. um, rig. So that was a mistake. Never do that again. Um, okay, so what that means is we have to predict who is going to make or what is the total for the number one movie of next week, which we both predict is Hobbs and Shaw. Shauna, you have to go first. What do you predict the number will be? All right, I'm thinking probably about all right, Hobbs and Shaw. I can't even use the last five. Can I see the last five? Something yes, you may. Day? You are very much welcome to do that. Um, what was that one? Fast eight? Yes. Fate of the Furious. That's what it was. I mean, I, I can't really use this though, but you never know. Yeah. And we have two very likable actors um, spearheading this project. That's true. People love the Fast and Furious um, movies. And the trailer had gotten buzz about it. The trailer was very good. Yes. Um, okay, Fate of the Furious opened with 98 million. 98 million. Yeah. All right. I'm going to say Fate of the Furious probably about... I don't think it's going to do... You mean Hobbs and Shaw? Sorry, yeah. <laughs> Hobbs and Shaw. I don't think it's going to do 98. No, I don't I think, think so either. I think it's probably about 70, 75. Okay, all right. Mm-hmm. Um, 75 for Shauna. Yes. Um, I'll tell you what. I, I originally was thinking... Like forty million, but then I remembered, you know, it's part of the Fast and Furious franchise. I mean, if it was just a Jason Statham, Dwayne Johnson movie, I think forty million is about, you know, kind of optimistic actually for those two because mm-hmm. I think that they're, they're likable stars. I don't think that they are immediate box office draws for like an original project. Mm-hmm. You know, like if people say Dwayne Johnson and um, what's his name, Kevin Hart, mm-hmm. people are gonna flock to that. I don't know if they would go necessarily for them if it wasn't the Fast and Furious. But since it's connected to Fast and Furious. Um, you said what, 75? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, let me write that down before I um, lose it. Um, I think that I'm going to go a little bit lower than that just because I don't think people are done seeing Lion King yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if... Uh, I mean, the, the, the non-blockbuster crowd is going to keep going to see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Um, so... 
I don't know. Also, Spider-Man is there. That's that's also mm-hmm. part of the audience. Uh, I'm going to give it 60. 60. Give it, or actually, you know what? 55. I'm going to say 55. All right. Which 20 I think, million. Uh, 20 million. I think this is the closest we've ever made our predictions. Yes. Because like Endgame, I said 300 million. You said like 200. That was a big gap. Um, so what if it, 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 well, if it draws 65? Um, if it draws, ooh. I would win. I, mm, no. I don't know about that. Yeah. I don't know. That'd be difficult. Yeah. I think I that's. Mean, it would just be a draw. It, it would be a draw. Yeah. yeah. If it was 65, which mm-hmm. it'd be really funny if next week was 65. But yeah, that would just be a draw. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing how that one shakes out, actually. That, mm-hmm. That'll be an interesting. Um, and then it probably just embarrasses us and opens with 100 plus. Yeah, yeah, Lion King will be in like the. Or Lion King could be at number one and Hobbs and Shaw makes like 30 million. Oh, so it, it could go either way. <laughs> um, all right, so let's get into the news of this week. Um, I want to talk about two pretty big trailers. Um, let me see where they are. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Um, it's been 10 years, Shauna since this movie graced our presence. Uh, when it came out, it was lauded as being one of the most original films in a dead genre, or mm-hmm. an undead genre. Undead. I would say it brought the genre back to life. You see mm-hmm. what I'm doing there? With the yes. Zombie? yes. Um, Zombieland 2, the trailer came out this week. It's Zombieland 2 Double Tap. Is that what it's called? Yes, it is. Um, strange title. It is a strange title, but it, it, hark- it harkens back to the first movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the rules was you have to give a double tap, you know, shoot the zombie twice, make sure it's dead. Yeah. Uh, what did you think of the trailer, Sean? Uh, it was fine. Just fine? The internet was loving this trailer. Everybody was talking about it. And you just say it's just fine? Yeah, it was fine. I'm tailoring my expectations. Yeah, I think sequelitis is not. It was fine. I liked it. No, well, so that my reaction is a is a lot more. There seems to be less like zombie action. I mean, or maybe that's just the trailer. Yeah. But there seems to be a lot less zombie action. I mean, uh, maybe it's it's a thing of like they've gotten so much better at avoiding the zombies that mm-hmm. they just don't have that many in the in their um in their environment. Um, so I was I was really loving the trailer. I think mm-hmm. it's I think the trailer is really funny. Um, I think it actually shows some pretty good action in it. I think the joke with um, Thomas Middleditch being like a doppelganger for Jesse Eisenberg is yes, just that inspired. Was that that's just that's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. I'm I'm really interested to see who the Emma Stone doppelganger is. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, they didn't show that one. Right? No, they didn't show her. I mean, maybe they won't have w- for each of them. Mm-hmm. But um, I I was thinking like I don't know Emma Roberts or um you know um, um Emma Watson. I'm not just trying to name Emmas. It's just people that kind of look like her. Um. But I think that would be, or you know, um, I was thinking Zoe Deschanel would mm-hmm. be a good doppelganger for her. Um, Abigail Breslin. I mean, if they don't bring in um, what's her name, uh, uh, Fanning. What's her name? Um, L. L. Or what's her sister? What's the, the the older one's name? Dakota. Dakota. That's Dakota. Yeah, the, yeah, one of the Fannings has to be the Abigail Breslin doppelganger. That just makes complete sense to me. Um, but I do see what you're saying with. Um, tempering your expectations for this movie mm-hmm. because um, it has been a summer of underwhelming sequels. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Godzilla 2, say what you will about it, it was just monsters fighting each other. The, the humans were not exactly compelling. Um, I'm trying to think of other ones that came. I mean, it's just not really been a very interesting summer overall. Like, no, trust me, overall year. Yeah, uh, the whole year has yeah. been. I mean, the the brightest spots 
I mean, it sucks to say it. I mean, it really does because they're going to monopolize everything. But the brightest spots this year have been the Disney movies. Yes. Like Toy Story 4, and Avengers Endgame. And even some Endgame. small movies have been, you know, when all the big movies disappoint, yeah. there's always the small movies. I mean, yeah. there hasn't been like a lot, but they exist. Yeah, but like if we go down the top five right now, uh, not in the top five, the box office. Um, Rocket Man, I liked. Um, John Wick Chapter 3... I I also like that one. Um, Dark Phoenix was a disappointment. Uh, what else was there? Dumbo was a disappointment. Why is Dumbo still in in the box office at <laughs> all? Um, but Dumbo was a disappointment. Wow, Dumbo is still making money. Yeah, I thought it was out of theaters. Honestly, yeah. um, who is going to see Dumbo in July? I mean, who is going to when see Dumbo? Lion King is sold out. Dumbo is there. When I guess. Yeah, I mean. I guess they just probably brought it re release. Yeah, maybe, maybe. You um, need to hit that billion. Well, it's only at 45 theaters right now. But <laughs> essentially, um, you know, the, there's the Men in Black. That was another one that was a big disappointment. Yes. Um, I watched it. Oh, God. Yeah. It, it just has not been a, 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 a great year for movies in general. Um, people have been disappointed left and right. I mean, it's it's not been the best year. So. Hobbs and Shaw is another one. Like that's a thing where I, w- you know, we're tempering our expectations for that one. Um, Zombieland Two comes out in October of this year. I'm not so sure how good it will be, but I'm hopeful. Like I'm excited for it. Mm-hmm. But I'm. It's also it's been ten years. You know, the magic might be gone, and a lot of the times, and especially with comedies, when they try and bring them back years later, like yes. Anchorman Two, that that wasn't great. Um, Dumb and Dumber, Dumb and Dumber two. two, whatever. Um, and you know that the um, Jay and Silent Bob one is coming out. Yeah. And that yeah. looks really bad. Yeah. So, I don't know. Um, I I like Zombieland. I think it's a great movie. It's 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 a fantastic... I love anything with zombies. Yeah. Well, not everything. Not everything. But yeah. But most things. Yeah. Um, but I just hope it's... I hope it's a good movie. I want to enjoy myself. Um, and I don't want it to be a thing where, like, this movie comes out and it makes the original feel cheap. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to feel like... Um, I love the first one and then the second one just kind of ruins the characters for me because like I watch the first one and I'm like yeah but I remember you did that stupid thing in the sequel and that you're the same person so that kind of bothers me mm-hmm. um, okay so that was that's Zombieland 2 looking forward to it tempering our expectations but a movie I'm really excited about and I don't know when it comes out uh, I'm going to look that up really quickly but um, a lot of times people complain about representation in in Hollywood, especially as it relates to um, African-American actors. And they complain that a lot of the times you're depicted as being, you know, servient or, you know, you're, you're a joke or like you're a slave. Mm. And that's a lot to do the movies that you get that tend to be made with um, black actors and actresses. Recently, we've seen a lot of big movies that have come out and kind of like empowered, um, you know, uh, African-American characters. You know, you had Black Panther last year. You had Hidden Figures, which made a lot of money when it came out. Um, so this movie is one that I'm really looking forward to, and that is... Harriet Tubman. Is that, is that the name of the, the movie? Because I know that that's, that's her name. Um, yeah. Let me see. What's an, um, t- 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 it's yeah. Uh, yeah. Harriet. The, Harriet. the trailer is called... Yeah, the movie is called Harriet. And it's, it's a biopic about Harriet Tubman. Um, finally, finally, right? I couldn't believe that it wasn't made already. Yeah, I'm, I mean, 
what was it again? There was this movie with uh-huh. Lincoln, Lincoln, the vampire movie with Abraham, Abraham Lincoln, Lincoln vampire they mentioned her. Yes. Like there was like a little, you know, a yeah, little yeah, story yeah, yeah. and stuff. But you know, it's fantasy and everything. Mm-hmm. It's fantasy um, based. But this is like the first like true Harriet Tubman story being brought yeah. to the big screen. So yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I mean, Cynthia Erivo, she's on the rise. She was in the movie with the hotel. I don't remember that movie. Um, um, Last El Royal, but El Royal, El Royal. Oh, 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 oh. Um, I don't remember. Times at the yeah. bad, <laughs> bad times at the El Royal. Yeah, yeah. And she was in Widows as well. So she, mm-hmm. she's a talent on the rise right yeah. now. So look out for her. Um, and, and she does a great job in the third. Janelle Monae is in the trailer, which mm-hmm. um, I didn't really expect that. But I, I really love Janelle Monae as an actress. I just feel like as a person, Janelle Monae mm, is... She is seems cool. <laughs> and she's a great musician and she's a great actress to it. Like she was probably the best part of Hidden Figures for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, let me see. I'm trying to see what more I can tell you about the movie. It is being directed by Cassie Lemons. Let me see what they have directed. Um... Okay, she did something called Eve's Bayou, Black Nativity. Um, okay, this seems to be the biggest movie that she's ever made. Um, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I think the trailer was really good. Mm-hmm. Like the trailer, it seemed like it was, you know, um, taking the story very seriously and trying to do something really important with it. Um, I like that it just, it, it features her as, it's kind of like she's, you know, like her own superhero kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm... You know, it's not like she's waiting for somebody to save her. She does it herself. And, like, you, it's, it's a historical, you know, story. But watching the trailer, I was still, like, feeling very tense, you know. Yes. Especially as it... Because it, 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 those who don't know Harriet Tubman, she um, was famous for freeing a bunch of slaves using mm-hmm. what was known as the Underground Railroad, Railroad. to, mm-hmm. you know, transport slaves off the plantation to a place where they could be considered free. Mm-hmm. Um, and... What what people? I mean, you learn about that in school and you mm-hmm. know throughout your life. You don't really think about, okay, but to do that, that is really really dangerous. As people who want to oh, kill you, trust me. Like the the trailer really does depict you know what the stakes are for her personally. Um, so, I think I thought it was a great trailer, and I'm looking forward to seeing that movie. Um, I'm glad they're finally making it, and it's, I'm glad it's not like a lifetime biopic. You know what I mean? It's like a yeah. full um, film that's coming out in theaters, and I think that the story deserves. Hopefully, that. we get it though. Hope I, we have to get it. Like, there's no way that they're not gonna. Do, I, you know what? I shouldn't do say that. Do not say anything. I shouldn't say that because yeah, who knows? Do not say anything. Yeah, you never know. Um, okay, so. By the way, um, can I mention one more trailer? Sure, go ahead. All right, there was a trailer for a beautiful day in the neighborhood. Mr. Rogers. Oh yeah, the Mr. Rogers story. Yeah. Yeah, did yeah, did yeah. you used to watch? I I didn't used. To, I know I, of it, but I never watched I it. I did not know it. Oh, I you mean, didn't know anything about Mr. Rogers? No, until okay. like the oh, movie. So. Okay. I mean, I, w- I went on YouTube, watched yeah, yeah, a few yeah. videos and compared the trailers and stuff. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, this seems like an Oscar work for Tom Hanks. I mean, it, it just seems like the role that Tom Hanks was always going to play. Yeah. Like he's, <laughs> he's, Tom Hanks is literally the nicest guy in the world in all his movies. He might, there's nobody else who could play Mr. Rogers. Yes. Um, it's probably the most I mean, ca- perfect casting since Robert It doesn't really Arnie look Jr. like something that's going to be spectacular but no. it looks like it's just gonna be a nice feel good story yeah it's a it, yeah. it's a movie to take your grandmother to yeah essentially <laughs> that's that's what it feels like but that's yeah. not saying it's bad it's just yeah. it, it's very heartwarming kind of stuff um 
And I, I'm hoping the performances will be. I mean, I know they will be. Mm-hmm. Because the guy who is acting off of, I don't know his name, but he was in the show The Americans. And oh, he was fantastic, fantastic on that. Yeah. Like okay. Because he played a Russian spy and he mm-hmm. had to be doing a bunch of different characters because he, you know, he'd have on a disguise and then he'd have to act like that person. Mm-hmm. He was really, really good in that show. Um, him and Kerry Russell were both. Oh, spies. they were the leads. You know, I yeah. started watching that show, but and you know me, I'm yeah, not yeah, yeah. A I know, person. I know, I know. And if it's not s- streaming with sci-fi set in the eighties, then you're not gonna watch it. <laughs> I mean, well, Americans is set in the eighties, yeah. so you could. It has yeah. that eighties aesthetic. I it. Trust me. Yeah. Soon, soon. Um. Okay. So the the it trailer or not the it trailer the it movie the it sequel mm-hmm. um has a near three hour runtime. Um. And that is a huge amount of, like, I don't think horror movies typically are that long. No. Um, oh, once. Is it attached? Is it connected to that skull? Yeah, it is. You know, I saw those online and I really wanted to buy one. Is it good? Um, the, the worst thing about it is the speaker. Everything else is great, but the speaker is kind of cheap. Um, oh. Yeah, so like if you want like a, a great quality speaker, it's not. But like if you take it to the beach or whatever, it, it'll be fine. Like it, oh, it's, okay. it's it it works fine. I think like the way I it love looks. Skulls. Really? Yeah. Oh, I have a. I love. I should show you my skull stuff upstairs. And, yeah, and I love skulls. Yeah, I'll show them all to you. It's. Mm-hmm. I I started having like a thing with skulls a couple years mm-hmm. ago, and like it's become a thing that like people just yeah. buy me things with skulls on it. Just me, yeah. I, yes, just yesterday I ordered a skull bracelet. It's like really? skulls. Yeah. Are, All right. I'm, I love I've, it. I have some things I want to show you. We're recording, but <laughs> I have right. some things I want to show you after this. I'm going to have to find this and cut it out. But yeah. um, Or no, I should just, you know, people should know that we love skulls. That should be something mm-hmm. that we report. News of this week, Shauna and Damien mm-hmm. love skulls. skulls yeah. Those are things that you should know. Um, okay, back to the news. <laughs> um, yeah, so it is going to be over two hours long, almost three hours long. Yeah. Um, I tell you what, sh- this is a this is an ending, so I will give it mm-hmm. that. I, it it is going to be a grand finale for these characters from the first film, um, and the final demise of Pennywise, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but what scares me about this, and not just the clown, but what scares me about this being almost Audience. three hours long. What do you mean the audience? You think the audience will be turned off from a long run time? No, I don't think so. I mean, mm-hmm. I think people will rush out to see it regardless because mm-hmm. I don't think a lot of people pay attention to runtime. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think once they get in there and the movie hasn't ended yet, they'll be like, wait, what the hell? I thought this was just a two-hour movie. But um, I think that there's a lot of stuff in the novel that mm-hmm. hasn't been addressed in any of the it adaptations. Like pen- there's, there's a connection to the giant cosmic turtle and really weird stuff like that, like the yeah. origin of what Penny. I hope I don't want him to go deep into that mm-hmm. because I feel like that takes away from the story, and that's just Stephen King being weird. Yeah, and I don't think we need that in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and if this feels to me like they're gonna be going into every detail from the books that hasn't been shown on film yet to really just mm-hmm. give you everything. Uh, sometimes less is more, mm-hmm. and, and I don't think it needs to be three hours long, but we'll see. Uh, I think the director said something about it though. Um, let me see, let me see, let me see. He said, um, a movie is very different when you're writing the script and you're building a story compared to what the final product is. At the beginning, when you're writing and building the, beast of the beats of the story, everything that you put in there seems very essential. Uh, however, when you have the movie finally edited and it's four hours long, you realize that some of the events and some of the beats can be easily lifted, but the essence of the story remains intact. You cannot deliver a four-hour movie because people will start to feel uncomfortable no matter what they see. 
All right, so it sounds as if he thinks that they have cut out everything that they can cut out, and he did a great job with the first one, so I'll trust his judgment. Um, True. So two hours and 45 minutes. I mean, I, I'm not scared. No. <laughs> I'm not scared. No, no, I'm not scared. I'm sure it'll be a, a good movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, he said nobody who has seen the movie has had any complaint. Uh, mm-hmm. He said the pacing is very good. So, yeah, I mean. Once I, the pacing is good? Yeah. Because if you you can have a long movie, you just yeah. need to pace it well. Because if a long movie feels long, then that's you've lost the game, yes. buddy. Um, all right, what else do you have here? There is a rumor that Andy Circus and Andy Circus, not Andy Circus, um, maybe directing Venom two. Um, so Ruben Fleischer directed the first one. Uh, that was the who Ruben. He's from Zombieland. Um, so he's a Zombieland director. He did the first Venom. And Andy Serkis is doing uh, Venom, or rumored to be doing Venom too. This is a weird choice. I don't. I didn't expect this to be the choice. Um, Venom was very kind of not the most serious movie in the world. It mm-hmm. was kind of very comedic. Um, I mean, it had Tom Hardy swimming around in a lobster tank. Um, so I'm not sure about this, but um, he did Jungle Book. You watched that Jungle Book version? He, no, he did Mowgli. Yeah. And you watched that? It was really bad. It was boring. <laughs> okay. So do you expect good things from him directing? I mean, in terms of like motion capture stuff, like, yeah. you know, capturing Venom, I think so. But I don't know how it will play out story-wise. And yeah. I don't know how the other aspects of the movie would play out. But I think, you know, I think he's going to do a good job. With Venom itself, like yeah. visual. Visual, because I mean, that yeah. the, it didn't look bad before, but I think he could add another layer to it that would be really impressive. Mm-hmm. I think it all depends on who writes the script, honestly. Um, I feel like we, Venom needs to have uh, someone who, you know, understands the character, the tone that needs to be struck. Um, and Andy Serkis is a versatile guy. Like, he's worked on a lot of different things. He worked in... He, he's, he's also, like, if you watch some of the movies that he's been in, um, outside of the fantasy stuff. He's kind of very comedic. I don't remember mm-hmm. the name of the movie, but he was in a movie recently where he um, really played up his comedy side. So, um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see if he... Work. I mean, it's not confirmed, so mm-hmm. nobody really knows, but um, let me see. Uh, d- Stephen McFeely, who wrote uh, or co-wrote with Christopher Marcus, he co-wrote uh, Endgame. Endgame, Infinity War, um, Civil War, Winter Soldier, and... Um, Captain America First Avenger all the Captain America movies and the last two Avengers movies were basically written basically Russo's <laughs> well yeah basically Russo brother movies um, but yeah so he, he co-wrote with um, Christopher Marcus the Captain America movies and the Avengers movies um, and he says that he would like to do a very good Superman movie mm-hmm. and um, he says I think he says I mean I think Captain America shows that there are certainly ways to do a really good Superman movie in this day you don't have to dirty him up. You don't have to get rid of his earnestness. I'm a big Christopher. I'm a big. The Christopher Reeve Superman is one of my favorite movies. So that's one we certainly borrow from all the time. Um, I think he is exactly right. I think like they proved with the Captain America movies, you can do a genuine, good-hearted, you know, Boy Scout superhero like Superman technically or, or tends to be. Um, you don't have to make Superman dark like they did in the Batman vs Superman and Man of Steel. You know, where he's like snapping people's necks. Um, you can make him feel like he cares about people, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think he would actually be a great person to write a Superman movie because mm-hmm. the Captain America movies are essentially like if Superman was a soldier because he's always like about what's true and what's just and, you know, um, all that like 
good American stuff. Mm-hmm. So, um, but I don't know what they're doing with Superman right now. I mean, DC doesn't yeah, seem we, to know about. We have no idea where that's going. Yeah. Um, it seems to be more about um, that movie that came out the other day where it was what James Gunn, the uh, the dark one, Brightburn. Brightburn. Yeah. yeah. There seems to be more developments about Brightburn, which is like a Superman type of story. Yeah, yeah. Basically, like a knockoff. Yeah, if Superman there turned evil. There seems to be evil, more yeah. development than a DC Superman movie. I don't yeah, know what's yeah, going yeah. on there. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I think DC needs to give. I mean, they just took. James Gunn from Marvel. So, I mean, they're not... I mean, Marvel has everybody working on their movies, so there's going to come a point where Marvel car- Marvel writers and, and directors are going to be going to DC projects. I don't think there's anything wrong with, you know, this person going over to write a Superman movie. I think that would actually be pretty cool. Um, th- and speaking of Endgame, there was one... There was a deleted scene this week that um, they released. And I just want to discuss it a little bit before we close out. Um, but the scene is, if you haven't seen it, uh, it's right after Iron Man dies. Mm-hmm. He does a snap and then he, you know, he passes away in Pepper Potts' arms. And all the characters, they take like a knee yeah. and they, they, you know, bow their heads down in like reverence to him because he, you know, he saved them. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm, I'm thinking that this scene was cut out in favor of the funeral scene. Mm-hmm. Because if you got this scene as well as a funeral scene in the movie, that would be like overkill. Yeah. Like, like we get it, Ant Man was great, but this is a bit much. Uh, what did you think of the deleted scene? Uh, it was fine. Yeah, I, 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 I thought it was fine. I also could see why they cut it. Mm-hmm. Like it felt like it felt it like you needed a break it from. Did not need to be in the movie. No, yeah, because I felt like it was a bit like okay, all these characters kneeling right now. I mean. I feel like people would have cheered and they would have clapped because you're caught up in the emotion of the scenes and everything leading up to that final death. Um, but I think taking a break from the action and then going into the funeral scene, kind of, it, 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 it's more organic that way. I don't feel like them kneeling right before because the movies have been kind of like jokey and these characters haven't been the most... Like watching Star-Lord do it in the deleted scene, like Star-Lord is not a kneel before dead Tony Stark kind of guy. He's like, okay, I'll show up at a funeral, but I'm not going <laughs> to... It just didn't work for like certain I mean, characters like the Guardians. If they put like it the in Guardians. the movie, it would have been good. If they didn't, it, you, it still... It doesn't, yeah. it doesn't really affect me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. I get that. Um, all right, Shauna. I mm-hmm. think that's going to be the show for this week. Um, let me see if I can get that sweet jazz music before we head out. Um, but thank you once again for coming. All thank right, you for always pleasure. being here. Uh, you can follow me at on Twitter at Damien Movies. That's D-A-M-I Movies. You can follow Shauna. And you can find the podcast on Stitcher, SoundCloud, and on Apple Podcasts, on Google Podcasts. Anywhere you can find podcasts, that's where we are. You can also find the podcast on DamienMichaelMovies.com as well as on Instagram at DamienMichaelMovies. Um, thank you for listening, and we will right, see bye you bye next bye week. Everybody. Bye-bye.